Solar Winds, Elderberry, Briar Rose, Cop Cannon. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Shroom for Two, the Plants vs. Zombies Heroes podcast, coming at you with the last episode before Christmas and the last episode before the fantasy football playoffs. I'm Mike. And I'm Taylor. So what are you getting for fantasy football Christmas, Mike? I'm in the uh, championship of one of my three leagues, so I'm real proud about that. Uh, I'd like to thank Dalvin Cook. Which means that you picked a bunch of dudes that did well in their IRL games that they played, right? Yeah, yeah. Fantasy football is like a big scoring formula, but instead of using like die rolls to determine randomness, they use football game stats, and it's kind of a big deal, apparently. You may have heard some advertising for it on other podcasts. I've certainly heard of uh, people betting money on it in various possibly fraudulent tax-sheltering apps. Yeah, I did that for a couple of years, but I uh, I walked away before I lost too much, and I think I netted a cool, like, $7. Nice. And one last bit of housekeeping. The tournament finally concluded, and congratulations to Luchin for winning it all. I believe uh, they went through the winner's bracket undefeated and knocked out Damn. Lover in the finals, and also congrats to Merila for finishing in third. Excellent. Well, congratulations to everybody. And as a little follow-up to the tournament, Justini also uh, graciously posted a bunch of statistics about the uh, win rates and ban rates of the tournament heroes. And uh, Plants came out on top with a win rate of 54%. That's not too bad, you know, in terms of in terms of unbalance. Yeah, I, th- I think everyone can agree that Plants are definitely the stronger side right now until the balance changes happen, but... Uh, I don't know. Anything under yeah. 60 is encouraging. Oh, definitely. 60, 60 is, is pretty nasty. We had 85 total wins to 72 total losses, and of course reverse that for the zombie side. So that, those are pretty good numbers, I think. Yeah, and speaking of pretty good numbers, uh, Rose and Captain Combustible, wow. Yeah, uh, 79% win rate for Rose and uh, two-thirds, 66.6 repeating, of course, for Captain Combustible. I am surprised that Rose even made it to 19 games because it, she got banned for me for every round except for the last one i played in yeah that's so yeah rose being on top in terms of win rate and ban rate is pretty nuts of the 19 total rose games that got played uh the rose player won in 15 of them which i guess just says a lot about uh briar rose i guess and i helped yeah no kidding but i helped a lot more with captain combustible i think that that deck might have gone undefeated for me through the tournament i'll have to get future mike on that to check yeah you went one and oh but uh, finishing 10-5, and five, which is no small feat, and both of us got knocked out by uh, by Extra and his Berry Combustible deck, so that's two of the wins right yes, there. For sure. And, oh, what uh, do we have next here? Oh, Beta Caratina coming in at also a 66% win rate. So as the only Beta Caratina player in the tournament, Mike, how does that make you feel? Valid. You feel seen by the stats here? I feel um, proud of, of my, my deck building abilities and also thankful for Fight Club for helping me get real strong on my BC game, because I definitely wouldn't have been able to build so many different decks if I uh, didn't have them to spar with. Okay, so something else that I think is cool uh, here is the the heroes that came in, like, right down the middle, basically. So uh, grouped together here in the middle are three plant heroes that had exactly or almost exactly a 50% win rate. So Grass Knuckles went 15 and 14 for 51%. Uh, Green Shadow went exactly 50-50 with 7 and 7, and Solar Flare went 10 and 11. I, I'm shocked by that because I assumed that Aggro Solar Flare was going to be one of the decks to beat going in. 
Well, I suppose that if you decide not to ban it, then you're going to build something that'll tech against it, possibly with something like Squirrel Herder, and, um, like, be ready for what they have going. So, like, and, like, Aggro Solar Flare also runs out of gas. So it is possible to, like, go, you know, rock some kind of control long game deck and outlast them. It's true, although I, I did lose to, um, well, it was an Aggro Solar Flare deck, but it was it was much more of a berry thing than, like, you know, Haunted Pumpkin, high-statted dudes. Um, like, you know, I got to a point where I was playing, um, like, a Nurse Garg against an Aggro Solar Flare deck, and, and that wasn't good enough to, to beat it. But, um, you know, maybe that just says more about my uh, my control decks than, than the Aggro decks in the format. Yeah, maybe you should be running Nibble. Yeah, well, you know, maybe you should mind your own damn business. All right, so let's <laughs> talk about the zombies. Yeah. So uh, the the top performer in the zombie set um, doesn't have anywhere near as high a sample size as Rose. So Rose played 19 games. Uh, Electric Boogaloo played only 12. Um, but it went 9-3 and three for a full-on 75% win rate, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I originally tried to put Boogaloo into the tournament, but my team list got rejected because I didn't have a Brainy Hero, so I played Brainstorm instead, but, like... Aggro Dance Boogaloo is awesome. Uh, Control Garg Boogaloo is a, a real threat. Uh, you know, you get stuff like Sneezing Zombie and uh, what's Squirrel that? Herder. Squirrel and Squirrel Herder and Con Man, like and Quasar. Yeah, there's just a lot of really powerful tools there and a lot of good removal too. So like you have you're able to handle pretty much any kind of deck. Uh, and so then coming up next on the zombie win rate list was something that was uh, surprising and uh, happy making to me uh, was Immortitia. Uh, Immortitia had a um, five eighths win rate, sixty two point five percent, going fifteen and nine. Yeah, that the more I see Immortitia, the more I'm starting to think that that like hunting ground bonus attack, maybe also having Mime Garg deck might be like tier one if tiers were a thing. Tier one's a bold statement. Um, you know, I mean, I certainly think that that deck is very fun. I think that the power points of that deck are a little bit further down on the curve. You know, like being able to effectively make use of um, like Ancient Vampire and uh, Bounty Hunter, I think are where you're going to get the most wins than living the Mimeguard dream. Even just Teleport Cheese Cutter is just a really kind of terrifying turn too. Uh, yeah, I mean, it certainly is a very good um, card advantage leg to start the uh, the game off on. I don't know. I'm probably also extra respectful of Immortitia because Igma played them in a fight club. Oh, sure. Um, and then, yeah, so we got uh, Neptuna did pretty well. Brainstorm was over 50%. Uh, Infinity was over 50%. But then we take a pretty precipitous drop. The zombie hero with the largest sample size and also one of the worst win rates. We have the Smash going 9 and 21 with 30%. A lot of people showed up thinking that they wanted to play the Smash and didn't end up doing too great. I take a lot of responsibility for this. I swear I had like three rounds where I beat their Smash and then I played my Smash and lost. So, like, I'm responsible for a lot of these L's and I I feel so ashamed of myself for thinking that the Smash would have been, like, I thought it was a good anti-meta pick, and, man, the numbers are really damning. Well, so not only did the Smash do poorly, but Neptuna is the only hardy hero with a greater than 50% win rate. So the Smash, Rustbolt, and Zemek actually also all came in at 30% win rate. The Smash went 9 and 21, Rustbolt and Zemek went 3 and 7. And so I think that that probably says that Neptuna was uh, pushed over the edge by the power of the sneaky cards and not of the hardy cards. I think this also tells me that nobody felt like playing Rustbolt. Sure. Um, I think that probably like the best things about a Trickster Rustbolt deck probably got ported 
pretty well over to like a Volkstorm. Yeah. Um, and that like sports was just like not where it was at. Although it might have been if like with all these berries out there, because like a well timed Coach Z is a really good uh, way to deal with berries, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I did have. Um some pretty good success with my like i had a, a sports package in my neptuna deck but you know again i think that the card quality of like mixed up gravedigger and pogo bouncer and stuff um was probably really what um did the lion's share of the work there all right and so we've got uh, some more stats here from justini um we have some stats on what people's overlapping classes were in their tournament pool uh picks so if you recall the way the deck selection worked was you picked three decks from each side and they had to cover all of the class bases among your pool so all five classes had to be represented among your three decks which means that you have a duplicate class in there somewhere anecdotally um that kind of meant that like if you thought that a particular strategy was the best you built two decks that contained that strategy um so that they could only ban one of it so like if you thought that berries was the best thing to be doing as a plant you'd have like a berry spadow and a berry solar flare um and so they couldn't ban both of them or if you wanted to pick, like, two really strong meta heroes like Brainstorm and Infinity, and then, like, decide, okay, I guess Crazy's my dupe class, and then fill out the rest from there. Right. So uh, so we got the stats here on what the dupes were on each side. So this is actually um, pretty interesting to me, or different than what I expected. So on the plant side, the most duped class was Solar at a 40.6%. Well, everyone's playing Rose. That kind of answers the question a little bit. Well, yeah, but if I, I expected Kabloom to be the one because I thought that Berries was going to be what everybody was was gunning for like so kabloom was is the second biggest one it's uh 21.6 percent um but i mean that's fully twice as many people were playing solar as their dupe class than kabloom for berries which i was honestly shocked by is that is that not as surprising to you uh, no i mean not really because like walnut is good solar flare is good like i think it's totally plausible that people want to double up on like briar rose possibility or even just the threat of it yeah i suppose so um but you know i mean it was especially given that the the lion's share of the nerfs coming down in the next balance patch are going towards kabloom stuff i kind of expected that to be overrepresented in the the stuff that people chose to play but then again i guess that um it came in second too so like it's not like you're wrong and and it's the uh, well i mean i was technically wrong because i thought it would be first but it's you know it could also be that people expected that to be the thing that everyone was going to tech against so they chose something else instead you know like they expected everybody to zig so they chose to zag I think also everyone just wanted a smarty hero to check off the list and not have to think about later. You don't have to, like, play Green Shadow or Nightcap. Yeah, smarty actually was the smallest set of overlaps at a 10.8%. That was me, though. Uh, Beta Caratina and Rose represent. Nicely done. All right, and so um, there's much more of a clear winner on the on the zombie side. We had Brainy with 37.8% of uh duplicates were in the brainy class uh so no surprise there everybody wanted to play teleport and stuff and so then the second biggest one i expected crazy to be the second most second most duped but it was actually tied for last the second most duped class on the zombie side was sneaky with 19 percent okay uh that's a lot lower than i would have thought but i think sneaky is a reasonable one to double up on i would agree with you on the crazy thing because like i said earlier playing brainstorm and infinity is uh hard to say no to but brainy and sneaky are also really really strong colors yeah you know i mean like people wanting to play hg people wanting to play like gravestone neptuna and stuff like my gravestone neptuna deck was um was i believe my best performing zombie deck of my mix it's much more homogenous on the zombie side 
Uh, so Beastly and like Hardy and Crazy are tied, um, and then Beastly has a little bit more. Um, but like it's it's generally more evenly distributed. Whereas on the plant side, it's like Solar is giant, Kabloom is slightly giant, and um, everything else is pretty small. Yeah, I could see the case for duping up on Beastly because uh, that's how Fashionista got me because they wanted uh, extra access to Squirrel Herder. If berries were going to be highly represented in the tournament, then Squirrel Herder was really where you wanted to be. Nuts too. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so thank you everybody for participating in the tournament, and thank you Justini for proctoring it all and for assembling these cool stats. Okay, time for card of the week this week, and as we've been doing on these last few ones, uh, card of the week on a week where the card is not so great is going to be pretty short. Yeah, card of the week called it in because it's close to the end of the year and nobody's getting any work done right now. Yeah, and you know, also these cards are, are relatively lackluster. Uh, so this week we got Jolly Holly, the five cost four one mm, uh, leafy berry plant. Uh, it is a smarty card. It has amphibious, and it says when played, freeze zombies next door. So um, this is a pretty weird one. You know, having only one health means it's pretty extremely fragile, and having amphibious uh, means that it doing things next door means that if you take advantage of the amphibious part, uh, you're having the effectiveness of the other ability. I paid real money for this card, and I regret it. That does sound like a pretty big bummer, yes. It's an interesting haymaker for a deck that wants to freeze stuff all the time, but it ultimately, the, the payoff, in my mind, doesn't really seem like it's there. I mean, like, you can see what the best-case scenario of this card kind of is. It also doesn't help that when Wintermelon got knocked down from a 7-cost to a 6-cost and has a way, way better effect and 4 more health, like, that has definitely snatched the chain of Jolly Holly... Like, if you're trying to make a real good freeze deck, you're going to go with uh, Wintermelon over Holly and probably not much else that high on the curve. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, so this is this is a um, an interesting card to try to, like, give yourself a restriction by, like, saying, I have to include this in my deck. And if you have a, you know, if you're a free-to-play player and this is this is one of the cards that you've got and it's where your power points are, I'm sure you can make something work with this, especially if you're doing the Winter Squash thing. Um, but, you know, for my money, this is this is not what I want to be putting in my deck. Although it's not that interesting of a challenge because I forgot to do it before the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, uh, so speaking of uh, what we are going to do on the show, we decided that it is time for another battle episode. Uh, so we liked the, uh, the draft concept of the previous battle episode, so we stuck with that. And we uh, took some pages out of Justini's book, uh, and we're going to uh, borrow some of the tournament rules that were used in the Reddit tournament that just concluded. Yeah, we both really liked the idea of having three heroes that cover all five of the colors, and like it was just kind of easier to copy and paste that than to uh, come up with our own, so props for that. Yeah, well, we did come up with some other ideas, too, so so I'll go over the ground rules right now. So if you look in the show notes, you'll see a uh, unspoilerified list of what decks were available to be chosen. So we have a plant list and a zombie list. They have 10 decks on them each, one deck for each hero. And uh, we've got some ground rules here. Before we start drafting, each of us is going to ban one deck from each list. So each of us will ban a plant deck and a zombie deck. That So those will no longer be able to be chosen during the draft portion. Uh, we will then proceed to pick one at a time a deck from each list, going back and forth until we have three decks from each. And just like the tournament, we have to cover all five bases with our three decks, meaning that we'll have one dupe class. Uh, now. New rule for this format compared to the tournament is 
each deck has to contain exactly 20 cards from each class. Something that we've noticed uh, when kind of doing these uh, crowd decking segments is that um, oftentimes there is not an even distribution between the classes of uh, the cards that go into any given deck. So, like, if we're talking about Barry Spadow and uh, most of the great cards are in the Kabloom class, uh, then Kabloom is going to be really overrepresented in the stuff that shows up in the deck. And so with this, we're going to say, nope, you got to do exactly 20 and 20, um, meaning that we're going to have to get extra creative with uh, some of these choices here. Yeah, I look forward to that. And uh, lastly here, decks that share a class must have no more than four copies of an individual card between it. So if I went out there with Spadow and Solar Flare... I could only have four copies of Berry Blast between the two decks. Yeah, uh, so this is something that we stole from uh, Tournament Magic. They often have a format called Unified Constructed, where, like, you know, three people show up all playing decks from the same format. Um, and so, like, you, can just, you can't just show up with three copies of the exact same best deck in the format. Um, you got to show up with three different things. And you're only allowed to have 4x of every card among all of your decks in total. So you're going to play four and zero. You're going to play two and two. What are you going to do? I think that um, those last two rules, the uh, 20 and 20, and um, sort of tamping down the power of your dupe class, uh, are going to make this a pretty wild ride. Yeah, I just hope I remember to follow them when I make the decks. All right, so now we do the bans, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, so you lasted longer in the tournament than me, so why don't you go first? All right, uh, I'm going to ban Heal Knight. Okay, so no more Heal Knight. Uh, and why that? Because I really hate Heart Choke and Astrovera, and I don't like the kind of perpetual stall thing that's fair doesn't go great on video either that too um okay so i will now my plant deck that i will ban is barry spadow cool fine and uh i picked that because we've seen a whole lot of that lately you know we've got a crowd decking segment on it it's going to get nerfed a bunch and um instead of dealing with that uh i figured that why not just give uh something weird to try okay so now we each ban a zombie one or uh correct yeah. so um how about i will you, um you ban you, snake draft yeah we'll snake draft snake draft fantasy football be... yeah um Full okay. circle. <clears throat> all right so zombie deck that i will ban is hmm we haven't done our actual gravestone neptuna segment yet right correct okay so then i'm going to ban gravestone neptuna uh so that we don't scoop ourselves and um end up talking a bunch about it before we do that actual segment. No opening the Christmas presents early. Correct. All right, my turn to ban a thing. I'm going to ban Valkstorm, because screw that guy. Yeah, uh, not surprising here. Since you started the bans first, why don't I get first pick? Uh, sounds fair. Go for it. All right, I'm going to choose to pick from the plant side first, um, and my first pick is going to be uh, Three Nut Beta Caratina. Awesome. Love it. Yeah, so um, I'm going to pick 3-Nut because um, I think we've both been wanting to have a little bit more 3-Nut content on the show lately, and uh, you have been espousing Beta Caratina a bunch lately, and uh, that was my jam back when Beta Caratina was brand new, and uh, so I want to get back in that driver's seat. Yeah, uh, it's a fun car. I'm going to go with Tempo Grass Knuckles because that is a deck I've been playing some on the ladder, and there's a lot of really cool things I like about Beta Caratina that Grass Knuckles can also do pretty well. But you also get okay. Bananasaurus. And um, I feel like Tempo Grass Knuckles is a strong but really underrated deck that we haven't really talked about a lot. Like, we've talked about... I, I feel like Grass Knuckles has been kind of, an, of a blind spot on the show, so figured it's that time to shine. Heh, heh. Like the, like the bonus attack. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's uh, that was actually also. I'm really gonna dig here, but I think that Grass Knuckles was the uh, the hero with which I first hit Ultimate. Oh, cool. Um, like back before, I think even before Galactic Gardens came out. Uh, and so since this is a snake draft, you are gonna pick on the zombie list, uh, and you're gonna go next. All right. What do I want? Uh, Dance Boogaloo. Yeah. Not a bad that. choice. Yep, I've been playing that too on ladder a lot. That's my go-to zombie deck right now. Kills a bunch of stuff, and I'm not even afraid of the Disco Knot nerf. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, I wonder... Um, somehow I have a feeling that they're not going to push the, the balance patch over Christmas, and, uh, you know, I think if the way that we... Um, have been doing these before we do the draft and then the next episode is the show that it'll be like we'll be doing the fight show the week of christmas what will i take i think that i will take hunting grounds in morticia oh that's a good deck it's tier one i hear uh well yeah maybe it was pretty validating to see my uh my weird mime guard concept um end up being so similar to what everybody else thought was good and uh maybe in this version um i might tamp down a little bit on the mime guard concept and kind of make the the list a little bit tighter a little bit lower to the ground we'll see although uh forcing the 2020 split might change things a lot there i'm um, i'm not sure but uh immortitia is something that i like and i'm excited to do more of it all right and now i pick a plant no no i pick a plant you pick a plant right snake draft god got lost in the snake Okay. Um. <clears throat> all right. So my first thing was Smarty and oh, right. Yeah, the color Guardian. So, right. The color. Totally forgot about that already. I am going to keep my options the most open by picking a uh, set of heroes that has no overlap with the thing that I picked, and I will pick Bonus Attack, Captain Combustible. So uh, that is definitely a deck that I really, really like. Pod Fighter's fun. Repeat Moss is fun. Lots of uh, silly things to do. And um, I uh, have a big soft spot for it, so that's what I'm going to go in on. Sounds compelling. I'm taking Aggro Rose because I'm riding the hot hand. I made another refined version of the deck after I listened to the show and uh, heeded my own advice. And uh, and put Apple Saucer in there? Put Apple Saucer in there, put Tricorn in there, and it's still real good. So I'll bring that to the party. All right, sounds good. Uh, and now we snake over to you with the zombies. Um... I'm, I guess I'm going to take Conjure Huge Giganticus, because it's real good, and I want to win. Uh, that is fair. And there's no overlapping colors. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it in this in this sort of format. Um, Conjure HG had a pretty shitty win rate in the um, the Reddit stats, didn't it? Yeah, I don't care. I, I, All right. <laughs> okay, uh, can't argue with that. Okay, so if I took Brainy and Beastly, then... Um... And Neptuna is not in the mix. That means that I have to do a dupe. Oh, no, Infinity's not a dupe. Do I want to do Infinity? I think I might. Yeah, I'll do Infinity. I haven't played Infinity in a while. And uh, Infinity sounds pretty hard to go wrong there. Yeah, yeah, Infinity's really good. I mean, I, I think that I um, maybe don't respect it quite so much because uh, Conjure, HG, and Gravestone Neptuna... Um, kind of use up all of my brain bandwidth when I'm thinking about sneaky cards, but uh, Pirate Infinity probably has has what I'm looking for. Pirate Infinity has a really interesting like duality of openers in that you can go the Headstone Carver Monkey Smuggler way, or you could go the the Grave Digger and then the the Swashbuckler. Yeah, Grave Digger is cool. Yeah, like uh, if it doesn't die on turn one and you are able to get the Swashbuckler down, it becomes really kind of a severe case of pick your poison because you either got like you get the four three with bullseye or the three three swashbuckler but whatever um um okay so my last plant 
Um, and I can pick anything that hasn't been picked or banned. So my choices are Ringzilla. Well, not anything. You need a fifth color. Oh, yeah, that's right. So what don't I have? I don't have solar. So I need either Ringzilla um, or Agro or Solar Agro Flare. Solar Flare. Hmm, that's that's tough. Let's see how many onion rings I own. That'll make this easy. Yeah. Uh, do 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 do. Scrolling down, scrolling down. I have four onion rings. I'll pick Ringzilla. All right, cool. You get to throw a lot of Mega Grow haymakers, um, and I like to throw haymakers. So we'll see. Uh, and I need a I need a Kabloom card. Okay. Well, since I need a Kabloom hero, I'm just gonna take Agro Solar Flare. Yeah, your cho- your your choices were solar flare or cycle cap. Tremendous third round value or fifth round value. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a hell of a last round draft pick. Yeah, and uh, who's a good football guy that went in a last round draft pick, Mike, to keep the sports going? Uh, Tevin Coleman. And who does he play for? The Atlanta Falcons. Nice. Thank you for the sports. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, now uh, your last zombie deck. What do you want? Oh, do I want the sports deck? Hmm. Sports decks seem to do real shitty uh, in the tournament. I know. I don't like playing them that much. But what color do I need? I need a. I need a hardy guy, so I can either play Science Rustbolt, Gargalge Z Mac, or Sports Smash. Um, you know, I'll try Gargalge Z Mac to come out of my shell a little bit. That's what I was gonna take. Um, so uh, if it was a good move for me, it's probably a good move for you. Yeah, we'll see just how I can make that work because I haven't tried it in a while. Yeah, that's um, uh, Gargalogy Zemek will be one that will probably pick up uh, a fair few power points in the balance patch because Frankentar is going to be a five seven, right? Yeah. Um, and so being able like right now, I don't believe that Gargalogy Zemek has access to a five cost five seven, so that you could curve turn two like a turn two greedy Gargalogist into a turn three um yeah that's big correct. boy yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see there. I guess um, I, I guess I need to craft a third and fourth gas giant. Uh, that's an option, or you know, you could do like defensive end and whatever. I mean, there's tons of big, big dudes. Yeah. Um. All right. So I also needed a hardy hero, and since you took that, that means my options are science rustbolt and duping brainy, um, or sports smash and duping beastly. Um. So. I think I'm going to pick this based on which class would have the easiest time being duped. Um, and so that would mean, does Beastly or or Brainy have better support cards that you can sprinkle in and still get lots of power? Or is the is the power of that color in things that you want to have a lot of, like a critical mass of. Well, I mean, you'd also have a different hardy core, because a sports core is really different than a Rustbolt complement, because, like, you'd be replacing the sports core and the science core. Right, but, I mean, I would, I'm, I'm talking about Beastly. You know, I mean, it's the, like, well, I mean, well, it's, so it's true that um, a sports deck, a, a sports core and a science core would need different kinds of support cards, um, because the stuff that they can do on their own is different. Um, but, like, what I mean is that, if all the best beastly cards are cards that go in every deck, then it would be better to dupe that one because then I can split the cards up and have that be fine. But like, if the power is going to come from like a unified uh, package, then I'm thinking that it would be worse to dupe that. And I think because 
I'm going to have brainy cards in Immortitia that I'm going to want to use a lot of. Um, I'm going to end up duping Beastly, and I'm going to take the smash. 9 and 21 be damned. 9 and 21 be damned. I don't know. I think that the 20 and 20 is going gonna, is gonna to pretty um, substantially change the, the competitive landscape here. God, um, can, can you even fit a sports package into 20 cards? Yeah, I think so. You know, you're probably like you're not going to be playing some of the um, the bit players, but you know, you'll have um, you'll have enough stuff to you know like protect with a zombie coach and that's five by four right there. But you'll you'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, I'm a smart guy who loses at these things all the time. Uh, so if that means anything, it means I'm due for a win. Yeah, and I took the Gargologist ZMAC deck to protect you from yourself. Mm, yeah, maybe so. Uh, Alright, cool. So, uh, to recap, my plant decks are Ringzilla, Bonus Attack, Captain Combustible, and 3-Nut Citron. And my uh, zombie decks are Sports Smash, Hunting Grounds, Immortitia, and Pirate Infinity. Yep, and my plant heroes are Aggro Rose, Tempo Grass Knuckles, and Aggro Solar Flare. Ooh. Lots of aggro going on there. Yeah. And uh, zombie side, I'm doing Conjure HG, uh, Dance Boogaloo, and Gargologist Z-Mech. Alright, cool. Uh, so we are going to uh, brew these decks um, in between now and the next episode. And if that means anything, given that uh, between now and the next episode is basically Christmas time, uh, that means that we will probably be brewing these decks uh, on Christmas Day. Some uh, some gifts to give each other right after Christmas. Yeah, and uh, so until next time, when uh, I show up with some untested BS uh, to try to beat Mike with, I'm Taylor. And here I come with the same decks you hate on ladder. I'm Mike. Have a good uh, holiday season, everybody. People who dupe solar pick yeah. the right thing, but uh, we have this is the past, so we haven't said that yet.